When we think about it, what are we really hiding behind our pictures? There's nothing wrong with showing ourselves having a good time, but is there more? Join me on today's episode as I talk about hiding behind the external. Another great episode of Made with Michelle. Moments, actions, decisions and experiences where we get to share and do life together. So let's start today's episode. Everything about us today is all about the branding and the packaging. Can I blame social media for this? Absolutely not because marketing has existed for a long time. However, I do believe that social media has changed the way we view things. And this is having an enormous effect on how we as people are perceived and how we choose to interact with one another. Today, I would like to share my thoughts on why we have to take back the world. Yep, Michelle said it. We gotta take back the world, guys by choosing not to be influenced by surface realities. Why? Why do we have to take back the world? Well, I think when we focus on the external, it means we tend to ignore what's happening internally. And this is why so many of us, and I include myself in this, you know, so many of us, because I meet so many people in different walks of life in different places who are struggling with mental health issues and I know so many people who their relationships whether it's between you know children and parents husband and wife friends you know different types of relationships are suffering and struggling because we no longer value social interaction and we seem to shy away from having open and honest conversations about our challenges. Now, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just on a little bit of a, I don't know. Maybe I'm searching for something. Okay. But either way, I will be talking today about the need for us to stop hiding behind the external things that we show. And when I say stop hiding behind the external things, I'm talking about the fact that You know, not everybody can relate to this, maybe, because not everyone posts pictures that isn't real, you know. There are a lot of pictures that are real life. However, where is the the other stuff? Like, is everybody's life picture perfect? I don't think so. I know my life isn't picture perfect. So what is it that is hidden behind the external things that we don't want anyone else to see. I remember there was a time in my life when I was going through so much stuff. And we all go through those seasons. Like, you know, it's part of life. All right? Hear me when I say it. It is honestly part of life. In that time, I was um, actually unemployed and I was struggling financially. Like I had no money. I had no source of income coming in. And I was trying everything I knew how to just to try and find a way to make ends meet, you know. And bearing in mind, I had three children at the time. So it was a major struggle for me to try and provide for my children and keep us afloat. It was very, very difficult. But even though I felt I was at the edge of myself, I just couldn't bring myself to ask for help. 
I had sisters, you know, my mom was still alive then, you know, I had friends, you know, um, I was a member of a church at the time. I had people around me that I could ask for help, but I had too much pride, you know, to ask anyone for help. I just found it completely and totally difficult. Why? I, because I felt ashamed about my situation. I felt that I was alone in the situation. And hear me when I say this, when people are going through things in life, yes, they may not be the only ones, but when they are in it by themselves, they believe they are the only ones. And that is exactly how I felt, you know? And one of the things I would do is I would try my best to continue to maintain the status quo. When I say the status quo, I'm talking about what other people expected me to look like, you know, and behave like. I would laugh because that was Michelle's way. I would make my jokes because that's what was expected of me. I would show up to, you know, church, events, places. But when I would get back home, I would cry myself to sleep. And this didn't happen for one day, two days, three days or a week. This happened for quite some time. In the morning, I would pick myself up and go back, <coughs> excuse me, and get back to being mama, you know, doing my motherly duties, getting my children ready for school and behaving normal because I didn't want my children to know I was struggling. On the outside, I looked like my normal self, but on the inside, I was like tissue in water. I know that's a very unusual way to think of it, you know, but when you think about it, it will make sense, you know, because tissue in water is wet, soggy, torn and without form. And we all know that when tissue is wet and soggy, it cannot be used for anything. I became literally numb, numb to myself, you know, I was just filled and full of all these emotions, all these worries, all these anxieties, and I just could never speak about it because I didn't want anyone else to, to judge me or share their opinion of me. So I'm sharing this today because I just feel like I really want to encourage someone out there that may be listening, you know. There's so much happening in the world today, cost of living, you know, the, the, the different issues that we're facing. For those of you that are probably in the United Kingdom, the weather's changing. And, you know, with the cost of living, you're wondering, how am I going to maintain things? And I just really wanted to kind of say, look, you may not see a video. You may not see a picture. You may not see other people's life that is showing that they are struggling. But I want you to know that even in the midst of your struggle, there is somebody right there that can help you, a friend, a sister, a brother, somebody, a neighbor, all you have to do is ask for help. Yes, it's not easy, but when you ask for help, you will always be amazed by what shows up, right? One of the things I really wanted to kind of touch on as I carry on talking about, you know, the importance of us not hiding behind our external um, realities is that there are so many different factors that can actually affect 
you know, a person's mental health. And I really want us to know that the issues around mental health that people struggle with can happen at any stage of life to any person, no matter what age they are. Okay, and some of these factors include things like trauma, neglect, loneliness, having to worry about finances, stress around debt, you know, dealing with financial difficulties or medical conditions and coping with the loss of a loved one like bereavement. To be honest, the list of factors just goes on and on. But I find that stopping to deal with the internal frailties in our lives does not mean life will slow down for us. And it does not mean that life will show us compassion. As it is always said by most of us, life goes on. Now, I really don't want to keep us focused on the negative, okay? But I'm trying to share some part of my previous life with you today because I believe it is important for us to keep life real. I have never been someone that likes to show her face. And this is the reason why I started all of this with a podcast. You know, I don't like to show my face on social media per se. I like to keep a little thing, you know, a few things private and personal, if you understand what I mean. You know, but during these times, during that time, not this time, but back then when I was going through all these issues in my life, you know, I would do my best to post encouraging messages on Facebook Meanwhile, I wasn't feeling encouraged myself. I wasn't feeling motivated. Instead, I actually felt tired and lost. And I felt like I wanted to give up. But I didn't want anyone to see me struggling. I believed I had to have it all together and keep the pretense that everything was fine. And that is the template that I continued to use but it wasn't right who tells us that a good life is a perfect and flawless life my life was only good for showing at that time to the world using social media when it looked glamorous or adventurous or fun there had to be things I was doing places I was going and people I was hanging around with to show that I was being social and living what I call the K-life, if you know what I mean. No one was interested in my suffering. No one's interested in your suffering. No one's interested when you're feeling tired. No one is even willing to be patient enough to want to carry you in the times of your weakness. And no one likes it when they see what real life looks like. And it's not because people don't care. It's because we've been tuned and programmed not to want to see the realities. Why? Because when we look at reality TV shows, all we see is people traveling and going for meals and going shopping and having this amazing life. Whereas there is so much more happening in the background. I believe that people are caring and that's why I love to see stories of people doing great and amazing things that are 
you know, whether it's at the, at the grassroots level or the mission field, you know, or just neighborly things that people are doing for one another. I love st- hearing those stories, but we don't hear those stories enough because those are the stories we need to encourage one another when we look at our lives and we see that the struggle of normal day-to-day life has become a little bit overwhelming. Who wants to watch a life where someone is ill and struggling? But that is reality. People do fall ill. People are going through a lot of challenges dealing with financial struggle, looking for food to eat. Why do we hide behind the external? Why? Because it's been packaged in a way to tickle our fancy and engage our interest. It is what we as people have begun to desire and most of whom are running away from the internal problems. I can tell you now there's not a single person, whether they show it or not, that isn't going through something. We all are, you know. We may not be going through the same thing, but we're all thinking about something. We all have things that we need to deal with. We all have things that we're responsible for. And I know not everybody's life needs to be displayed for everyone to see. But it would be nice for us to sometimes be a little bit more real, a little bit more relatable, a little bit more transparent. The eternal is too real for some people to see or deal with. Real is too raw to be real. It is easier to ignore or think that that is for them over there, not for me. At the end of the day, who wants to relate to struggle? Everyone wants their life to be picture perfect. Even I do. You know, even me that's speaking to you now, I would love my life to be picture perfect when all my aesthetics look spot on. But it's not real. And maybe it could be real, but that doesn't mean it is perfect. Real doesn't have to look pretty and packaged all the time. It is, we can be messy. It can be ugly. We don't even like to have conversations about these messy and ugly things. We just want to keep everything moving. We want to keep everything at a distance, hoping that someday that struggle will just disappear or fade away. But it doesn't because real life cannot be hidden. It remains behind the eternal, the internal parts of ourselves. It remains hidden within the thoughts and the conversations that we think and reflect on. It remains hidden from everyone's eyes, but it echoes in our minds until something comes along and decides to trigger or shake it. I really would hope that anyone listening today will feel encouraged to know you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have it all together and you don't have to show people a glamorous life. All you've got to do is be you. Whatever that may look like, if it is great and awesome and adventurous, listen girl, do you. If it's fun, do you. But if you're going for a moment and things are not so great, still do you. I was so lucky when I look back and think about that time of my life, you know. 
to have two absolutely amazing friends who made it their like personal mission to check up on me literally every single week. They would come to my house, keep me busy, busy. <laughs> I said bisky. <laughs> Guys, you're going to have to listen to my mistakes because I don't really edit these, okay? Yeah, we still got our toes dipped in the water. Anyway, let me go back to what I was thinking. Um, so these friends would come by every week to just find something to keep me busy so that I wasn't caught up with my, you know, struggles and the, the, the distraction of feeling anxious about life. If it hadn't been for them, I could have easily have faded away or given up. But what they did was they encouraged me to redirect my focus from my pain and stress to more inspiring things like a book club, for example. And the book club was so much fun, you know. Having the book club, um, it meant that I kept myself busy but it also meant I was accountable to the other people in the group to kind of show up it made me read because I knew I had to participate and contribute to the sessions that we had together you know because I you know <laughs> who wants to turn up to um, 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 a book club without anything to share in the group that would really be embarrassing right so it meant that I would always spend time reading the books because I always wanted to be ready to contribute to the the time that we spent together and it gave me a, a sense of responsibility that I could manage at the time so it wasn't too much for me to deal with um, I had something that kept me motivated now something that kept me looking forward to the future because I looked forward to meeting with the other ladies and the books that we read were really really useful because they were quite transform transformational in nature because you know we chose books that were not just books that would inspire, but books that would challenge the things that I was going through as much as the lady. And then when we came together, it gave us a safe space to just have those conversations, to be able to talk about what we were doing. And, you know, the group, it's not like it was a massive group. So it initially started with just two to three of us and we became five and before you knew it you know we were dealing with other issues and you know as I said I'm a Christian so we would spend time praying together we'll spend time reflecting on the things that we're facing in our lives so it became a very safe place for us to be able to just share with one another which was something that I had initially initially struggled with you know now many tend to continue with their struggle behind the external they are displaying it seems easier to hide than to be vulnerable and I can understand that but hiding behind the external doesn't mean that the things that are hidden um, will go away as I said previously we still have to deal with those hidden things and I found that when the foundation of who you are is not firmly secure life's tests will either cause you to fall completely or make you position your arms and legs in such a way that you get to balance yourself and remain standing. So you know how it is. Like if you were going across a tight rope, in order for you to get across, you would either need something to kind of hold um, like a pole in front of you to be able to help you balance across that tight rope. You know, that's life. You know, different things will come up that will be like the pole that will just help you to keep you afloat. And it's always good to know that those things exist. But what I also found was that if we don't 
deal with the things that are hidden and they don't cause us to come crumbling down, they will always challenge who we are becoming because either we are able to continue to build ourselves up on that shaky foundation or we end up discovering that the foundation that we had initially wasn't secure in the first place and so we can begin to build from scratch you know so when you think of where is my there where is that place that I need to consider where is that place where I need to check myself to see what's going on where the the transformation needs to take place where the things of life have tested and proven that my foundation is solid that is where the place is knowing that you've gone through things and those things as hard as they may have seemed at the time you are always going to overcome them it's being able to recognize what is around you in that environment rather than closing yourself off to the world. Embrace those who are ready to support you. So when I look back, I also recognize that, the, you know, I was a very lucky person to receive the support and care from my two friends. And I also understand that not everyone gets that. Not everyone gets to have that support. And that is one of the reasons, you know, um, that led me to become a transformational coach and a reshape um, facilitator, because I just had that passion within me that having gone through the things that I've been through, I wanted to be able to help other people break through so that they too can also live a better life. Because even though at that time I couldn't see, you know, the, the light at the end of the tunnel, there was always a light there. So I really want to just encourage those of you that are listening today. You can help someone by just showing them a little bit more compassion and just by being a little bit more interested in how they're doing. You know, if someone posts something on Instagram, you know, other than just maybe doing a like or a comment or a share, why not pick up the phone and give them a call? and see how they're doing, even if it's been a long time, no matter how long it has been, you can always call a friend. I do that, you know, like there's some people that I don't speak to for ages and then I feel so bad and I'm like, oh my gosh, Michelle, come on girl. And I just send a text. I'm like, hey, just checking on you. How are you doing? You know, what's happening with you? And if I feel that in that moment, there's more, then I, of course, I'll pick up the phone and give them a call. You know, and if I feel like I can't at that moment, at least I sent a text message and it started the conversation. So I really want us to remember that we we should not allow the external things throw us off from the scent of what is going on in our eternal, whether it be for ourselves or it be for someone else, because there are so many things happening in the world and we all need each other to get through it. If calls aren't your thing, like me, all right, I'm not very good with telephone calls, then as I said, send them a message. But what I want to say to you today is when they respond back and say, I'm fine, don't take it as an opportunity to tick the box and be like, yep, go, yep, I checked you, I sent you a message, done, no. Take that as an opportunity to try a little bit and dig deeper. Don't be too intrusive. Don't be overbearing, just be caring and find out is that I am genuinely fine 
If they are saying I'm fine, make sure they really are fine. Ask probing questions to make sure it's genuine. Don't do it to the point where they become irritated or feel like you're spying on them. Do it to the point where they feel loved, valued. It is very important because we're all hard to reach sometimes. So I would love to hear from you about how you are doing. And so please feel free to drop me a line and remember to share with at least one person because you never know, they may be hiding behind their external. Thank you for listening to today's episode. It will be great to connect. You can do this by visiting michelleolai.com. Until next time, guys, take a breath and reflect on your moments, actions, decisions, and experiences. Because remember, life is made of this. Take care.